Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, October 24th, 2022. We're back. It's uh, National Food Day. So wow. I'm a big food guy. I always <laughs> have been. This one just sounds lazy. I know. But yeah. the other options weren't great. It was like, uh, I'm not even going to say what they were. because it, It'll take an, away from yeah, the... It will take away from National Food Day. So just give me your top food. Give me the number one top of the chain. And then we can get into what Owen did with his body and food this weekend. But what do you got? Number one. I'm taking pizza. Pizza's the top food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna keep Alex it simple. Alex is gonna pull. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> you keep thought I was simple. gonna say like uh, yeah, some like like risotto or some <laughs> <Yeah>. shit <laughs> with some weird sauce or like beef Wellington. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, mine's pizza too. So let's go. <laughs> I'm just keeping it simple. Like if I had to live with only one food for the rest of my life, like it'd be pizza. Owen said pizza is a terrible take. Yeah. Well, Owen, never mind. Just let him go with what he did. I'm gonna take a. Can I take? I can take a steak. <laughs> okay. okay, steak's Wrong. always good. I like yeah. steak, but me too. We can get into what you did with your food this weekend. I'll first say tacos, but now you have to go into what you did. What what kind of ringer yeah. did you put your body through? So last week, um, last weekend actually, I discovered that you don't need a Costco membership to go to Costco. Go to the Costco food court because you can go in the back, like instead of going in the front way where they check your membership. So then this week I had, you know, a lot of tests and stuff. So then I was like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, finish my tests. I'm going to, I'm going to treat myself. So I went to Costco on Friday. Didn't have a lot going on. Right. So Friday night, no way. Like, let's hit the Costco. <laughs> Who'd you go with? So yeah, Friday night, I went to Costco. <laughs> Just by yourself. Um, and then I got, I got three dogs and an ice cream and it was like pretty good. I was, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then the day after, I played some basketball and then after got some more dogs, we got like two more dogs um, and some fries and some poutine. It was really good. Like it was really good food. So must have been highly recommended. Did you get so all anybody the that didn't know that you don't need a membership to get the food from Costco. So I would like go now. I love Owen's confidence coming back like 12 hours after he ordered the, the dogs on the Friday night basketball yeah. game saturday night and he's like i'm back again yeah it's like three dogs yeah yeah he walked up to the counter he's like i'll get the usual yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good strategy though because i mean i think the cost you're, you're getting a pretty good price for the dogs it's just a matter of do you know what's actually like in the costco dog because it's kind of like no. a mystery to me but for a dollar fifty, it could be horse meat and i would still <laughs> eat it like it'd be literal dog and i'd probably still you know as long as i don't know you're so canceled. You you're so canceled, dude. That was a tough take. You always push the uh, push the envelope, and then that was a full cancellation, full dog heat, dude. Anyway, it was a NFL Sunday, and it actually still is an NFL Sunday because it's executive decision. And I like when we come to these Sunday night football. Probably would have made the poop pack anyway. So it's like, is anybody gonna really notice that we don't talk about Steelers spins? No, let's just tape over it. Mm. So right now it's thirteen to three. It's almost halftime. 
Um, so if you're, that's the update on the Steelers Dolphins yeah. game. We'll keep you updated throughout the third quarter, and then <laughs> the do your own homework for the fourth quarter. That's yes. that's the situation we're in today. The headlining game, and I love these shows with the moving day. When we get to move around the helmets, everybody gets a little takeoff. It feels good. I like it. And I think the first game, Kansas City took down San Francisco in San Francisco, forty-four to twenty-three was the final. Mm-hmm. I thought plain and simple. This was, a, this was a clear, this is where the tiers come in handy because this was an outclassing. Kansas City's in a different tier than San Francisco, in my opinion. San Francisco didn't play that bad. Jimmy G makes that huge mistake at the end of the first half, and oh. one mistake is pretty much all they needed. And even then, they get that stop on third and 12 in the fourth quarter, and they get the ball back down by five. Like That, that score is not really indicative of the game, I thought, but plain and simple, Kansas City, definitely one of the best three teams in the league. At least. They... they keep showing it so uh yeah i agree with you i think this is like the week in my opinion where i we saw like a lot of separation like a lot the wheat from the chaff separated a little bit um and yeah i think i got fooled by the niners i i'll be the first to admit it um i thought they i thought they were a better team than they are and i don't think they're that good i don't think i think they're they're capped pretty heavily by jimmy g like that interception he threw at half um was one of the most frustrating picks I've seen all year. Like it reminded me of like something Carson Wentz would do or like Matt Ryan might, might've done earlier in the day. Like it was horrible. <laughs> Not the it company really you want to be in there. No, I kind of liked, I, I thought there was more positives to take from them today. And we didn't get to talk about the McCaffrey trade because it happened on Thursday. But like, as you slowly start to work him in, and this is like one of the toughest games you'll play Kansas city coming in, you've already got a lot of injuries. You're working things around. I thought they hung around in the game and their offensive game plan was pretty good. It's just the Jimmy G cap, like you said, like they got to that point and then he makes the mistake. I still feel like they're going to get better, though. They're going to get guys back. Like To me, McCaffrey, you can see his instant impact, and I, I think it's a pretty good trade for them, if anything, to keep him away from the Rams. But I think higher of them than you do. But Alex... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't fooled by the 49ers, not to brag. Like, I, and I said on uh, last week, last uh, last week's show that I, you know, I think Kansas City is miles better than uh, the 49ers, especially with a pretty injured 49ers team, like you said. Um, so, wasn't really much of a surprise to me. Patrick Mahomes threw an interception too. I see Jimmy G threw one interception. I once again, I feel like we're putting like all the blame on Jimmy G once again. Like the defense gave up a whopping forty-four points. So that was tough. Um, and and I know it's against Patrick Mahomes, but like the Raiders' defense, which is pretty bad, only gave up thirty, so they gave up like two <laughs> touchdowns more. Um, so yeah, this wasn't really a surprise to me. Just like I think Kansas City is 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 so much better. I don't love the McCaffrey trade, honestly. I think it's it's whatever. I think it's just going to be a. Like, everyone's super hyped. Like I said, it's going to be, like, the Jimmy Graham trade from, like, seven, eight years ago. Or, like, Agreed. all these other trades that, like, you think are going to, like, change the, like, franchise direction or, like, the team, team's outlook for the rest of the year. And then it's just kind of, like, whatever. I don't know. I just don't like Shanahan's style um, with the running backs. I think that, you know, McCaffrey could have a really good game one week. And then, you know, he'll give him, like, three carries the next week. And we won't know why. Um, why that why that might be the case. So, um, yeah, no, no surprise for me here. Uh, just a class performance by Alex hating on the Niners. <laughs> just a two-minute epidemic. You guys but... already know. 49ers, Broncos, I'm out. Yes, so... the hard cancel. So, But I bet Adam will be more on my side that there's some positives to take. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was like a decent game. They kept it close through most of it. Um, I'm 
Like, I understand the Shanahan hate, but I feel like this is going to be a case where he's not going to do that. Like, I feel like McAfee might actually, yeah. like, be their running back. I right? would say the same, because the guys he's rotated in and out in the past, they don't have, like, the pedigree. Like, the yeah. Heisman nearly winning, like... And you're not going to invest all of this to, like, not play him. So. Well, the, well, well, Trey Lance. He's, he's, yeah. Um, yeah. So, there's that. Well, he's done it before. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, he looked really good in the, like, few plays he was in today. He obviously wasn't playing the whole game because he didn't know the playbook yet but i thought it was a lot of positives and they're still gonna get healthier so i mean they played the chiefs so it's hard to judge yeah that's kind of how i felt today i honestly i would be okay moving them from the frisk zone to good i would too but wow. i know you guys are probably more content with the frisk zone they're a good frisk so i feel like the tie break should go to three and four meaning that they're not good <laughs> but i i understand where you guys are coming from i just soft soft wins too yes soft wins but they also this is how they started last year they were what four and five and then they they put it together towards the end of the year to make the championship game mm-hmm. well i'm just waiting for like because one week owen's gonna have the this is a statement win if they do get it and they haven't had that yet so i'm just waiting for owen like when that does happen then i might be ready to put them in the good because they don't have a really statement win to me yet they're at rams right, next yeah. weekend would that be a statement win no. you have to ask owen no no there okay go. there's so, the judge no. and jury right there this would have been a statement a statement yes win. there yes. you go actually yeah. so they blew their one statement win yeah was this a statement loss almost <laughs> yeah let's go let's okay. go yeah. a little inverse yes i like uh-huh. that i i respect the take you're a big statement guy so that's what you're about so, but overall verdict on the mccaffrey you don't like you do like i generally like owen what is your take i dislike i think it's an overpay yeah, for I think it was an like, overpay too, but I think it's good for the team. But yeah, my I agree. With I mean, you. it's definitely an overpay. <laughs> Let's go, Adam. Sit on the it's, fence. It's good for the team because <laughs> the team can't use those future picks right now. So like, yeah, it's good for the team, obviously. But I think in the grand scheme of the franchise, no, it's not a good trade because you're getting a guy who's he's an older running back with a lot of miles on him, and you're giving up what four to four picks for him. Like, mm-hmm. um, I get he's a really good player, um, but. Clearly, the team's kind of shown they don't. Shanahan has shown that he doesn't really use running backs. He uses them in a non-traditional way. So I, I doubt he'll be um, that impactful for them. I tend to agree that he's. It's more of like a Jimmy Graham trade where it looks really good on paper, um, but when the rubber hits the road, it's like this is really not going to make any difference whatsoever in like their win-loss total. And I love everyone just like applauding John Lynch. They're like, "Wow, what a trade!" Like John Lynch strikes again. He's invested the last like five picks. Uh, last five years worth of picks in Trey Lance and Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, I hope it works out for him. But <laughs> like you said, he is it, like CMC is pretty injury prone too. And he's going to the 49ers who have like, I don't know what's going on with their training staff, but they're always freaking injured. So <laughs> there's that as well. True. And I don't know if he pl- like, once again, some games he'll run him into the ground. Some games he won't use him. Like I wouldn't be like, I don't know. It's weird. It is going to be strange. I uh, maybe a good thing is they won't have a fourth round pick to spend on your boy. Uh, yeah, I don't, Trey, I, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe they go. won't be able to bust those. And then out. what do you do? You just so Eli Mitchell is just like what he's just doesn't count anymore. Is that? Yeah. Well, McCaffrey on first down, Eli Mitchell on second oh, down, okay. and goal line, and, and then, then Jeff Wilson on third down. Okay, sure. <laughs> and then Debo on fourth down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're always if they ever have Debo. to go for sure. it, like sure. you're going back in the backfield, yeah. dude. But good sure. for the Panthers. They got a lot. Like, yeah, it's congrats. a good haul. And then a big win today, too. Yeah, we can talk about them in a sec and talk oh, about it from their end. Oh, they're not in the poop. No, oh, they are in the poop. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. We're getting to the poop pack later on, so stay tuned for that because both of those teams qualify for the poop pack. Um, New York Giants 23, Jacksonville Jaguars 17. 
the Giants are six and one. An unbelievable run. And Adam, you got to be so fired up. Fan of the NFC East. Cowboys win. Eagles buy. Commanders win. Giants six and one. Best division in the NFL right now. Not particularly close. And this is a textbook Giants win. Not really that like, but they're not going to blow your doors off. But they hung around, got key stops when they needed to, and then went on the big drive at the end. Danny Dimes, I know Owen's going to be happy, dropped 100 rushing yards today and 30 fantasy points. He played a great game. And Brian Dayball, apparently Canadian, for what I learned today. What? Shocking. What? I know. Where? Like Ontario? Yeah, somewhere in Ontario. Probably. But still, Canadian will take points wow. for that. And I would like to see what he could do with just random quarterbacks throughout my life. Like, what's he doing with Ian Book? Like, let me see what he could cook <laughs> up, because I bet there's some success in there. The Giants are a very, very impressive team. So this was a great win today. NFC East weekend. I'm just putting that out Let's there. Go. Oh my God, it's back. <laughs> Let's go. Even though one of the teams didn't play. I agree. I mean, it kind of sucks as a Cowboys fan because we're like in third, third place in the division, <laughs> being like Wrong. what I think of pretty good team. So, I mean, that sucks, but it's nice seeing like, I feel like, you know, we've said this before, but football is better when the Giants are good. I it's think facts. we said about the Jets, but. Yep. Same thing with the Giants. I believe we've said it with both. Yes, we have. New York football. And we've gotten our wish completely because both of them have some very good records to their name. This is an impressive one. And I get like Vegas was begging you to pick the Giants today. Alex locked them in, so he gets the win for that. Good job by you. Mm -hmm. And I get the Giants being being an underdog story against, you know, even a team like the 49ers or the Bucks or the Ravens or something like that. But against the Jags. I don't know why they were underdogs. I don't know why. And and you made a good point. It almost felt like Vegas was baiting us to take the Giants for some reason. Like there was something fishy going on. But yeah. I mean And yeah. I took the Jags. And so, you took the Jags. So you thought it yeah. worked. Yeah. The, the bait did not bait. go out. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think this is like one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't um I think they're on the verge of being elite. I in think. My wow, wow, that's a take. I don't hate it though. Five games over five hundred. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Who do you no. think is the second best team in the NFC, other than the Eagles? Because I, I think we're all putting Eagles one. I think you'd have to say the Giants at this point in time, but the Cowboys really? are also right in there. Yep. Yeah. Really. So, no love for the Vikings or like obviously Eagles number one. I don't know. Hold on. I got to do a classic Alex. Who have they played? Oh, I think they have bigger statement wins. (laughs) Who? Who's they? The Giants. The statement wins. They beat the Packers and the Ravens. Those are pretty good teams. And I just like, once again, like we've talked about it all season, they just manage the game so well. Mm -hmm. Like, they do a really good job. And like, Brian Dable somehow made um, Daniel Jones look very competent. Yeah. Which is a really hard thing to do. Today Very he, hard thing. Today he wasn't even confident. He was just good. He was just straight up good. <laughs> they also lost to the Cowboys. Just yeah. Like, okay. That's not a bad loss. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah. not a statement I'm loss. It's, yeah. No. Exactly. But they do. They're, they're very high in the SWQ. The I was going to say. Quotient. We, in the, in the wins column on Google, they have WLT and then SWSL, yes. statement win, statement loss. They need to build it, build in the categories for us there. But th- yeah. that's weird. That's a good question because there's not really like a clear second best team in the NFC at There's all. not, no. Yeah. Like nobody I would consider is like banging on Elite's door, except we like the well, Giants. We could say the Giants are Elite, but we wouldn't mean it. They're not no. up there what about, with the no. Eagles or the Chiefs. The Cowboys, because straight up, though, the NFC isn't a very, like it's a pretty weak conference. Yes. To, to begin with so it's tough to start labeling teams as like the second third best because when you look at the afc the fifth team might be better than any of the second teams in the in the nfc yeah how what about the the bucks 
No? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're right not. in there, dude. They, they, give them another week. Yeah, they're they still, have Brady. Yeah, they do have Brady. Yeah, yeah. give them a Wednesday practice, that. and then we'll, and then we'll really see. That's classic herd hierarchy about. every week. He puts them at like six, and he goes, well, they have Brady still. So Yeah, yeah. can't. He, I'm we'll not figure giving it out. up on Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not even Thanksgiving. Packers are good, too. So <laughs> yeah. But then he'll leave Aaron Rodgers out of the top ten. Yeah. They have Aaron. Yeah. Aaron's holding him back. Packers went 13-3 and last year. We can't disrespect I love when they bring the last year. It's like, yeah. It's week it's, a, it's week eight. It's so. week eight, and the roster is different. <laughs> yeah. So they lost their best three receivers. Yeah. So. Or or when they do the like, Aaron Rodgers has a has a, this many wins over the last ten years. Okay, <laughs> but it's week eight now. Yeah. So <laughs> do those also count towards the tiebreak? <laughs> yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, that's the factor in. Uh, the Jaguars. Uh, I I hate the Jags. This team takes the worst penalties. They're so like badly managed. It's very Jags. Like some teams have like a real stench to them, and they yeah. always have. The Jags are the Jags. Like you it, just it, can't take the Jags out of the Jags. No, they're just always Jags. And Doug Peterson's putting like a new stench on them too. Yeah, like his own Kinda little them. nasty <laughs> Jags his own twist. twist. Yeah, yeah. It's like how do I like take the good things I did, but also like spice in the inopportune penalties exactly. and the bad turnovers. Like yeah. I woke up and I s- turned on red zone like. 15 minutes late and the game's 8-7 and I'm like of course it's 8-7 <laughs> of course yeah. it's like eight. of course they have 8 it's like 5-3 why would they have 7 why would they have 7 they either have 6 or they have 8 that's a classic <laughs> Doug Peterson what was the Tony score oh <laughs> yeah when he predicted the Rams to beat the Bengals 40-5 to that was the classic mm. Tony score <laughs> that was a good one um, yeah. no but okay so we're keeping the G-men in, in good or are we giving them the bump no I'm not giving them the I'm bumping them one, I can't give him a bump. It's I literally cannot. Uh, like I, I can't. I don't think I can because I don't think they're as good as those other teams. But I want to give it to him as a credit to them. So, what's our standard then for an elite team? Like, you have to be able to be like, like you have to think completely like, competitive with the rest, with like the Chiefs and the Bills. I think yeah. Are the, we're measuring them against the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles? Yeah. yeah. Would you okay. hang around in a game against one of those three teams? I don't I know think, that they would. Yeah, I think against the Eagles they would. Well, we're gonna find out because they got two games against yeah. each other, two dates, but, but we'll not it. in like four weeks because they play the Seahawks, Texans, and the Lions. Well, the Seahawks are a good That's team. Fire. So if they beat the Seahawks, I'll put them in elite. I'll do that for them. If they get to seven and one by beating the Seahawks, I'm down to put them there. But they this, actually have a pretty easy schedule. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I picked them to I go over. I love schedule, Alex. I love schedule. Me too. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to keep them in for now. They should be happy Fine. with good. Giants fans, you guys should be, should happy, be happy with good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. They should Relax. be happy with what we're giving them. Yeah. Yes. Take what yeah. you, you're going to take what we're feeding you. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's it. You don't get a say in the matter. But I am saying now, if they beat the Seahawks, can we move them up? Is that fair? Well, what's the uh, difference we'll between them beating the Seahawks, though? Because I still think the Seahawks are like an okay team. I think the Seahawks are better than that. But I think the Seahawks are good. I agree. All right. <clears throat> we'll get to them in a sec. But Jaguars were okay to keep where they are. I don't think they're poverty. Like, they're the Jags, so they always like, kind they of They try really hard, hard so... Yeah. yeah. I think they have good advanced stats, which shows you advanced stats are stupid. But anyway, Commanders 23, Packers 21. Here's a great game, and we get to talk about Aaron Rodgers... Um, he's honestly worse than Heineke, and Heineke yeah. was so bad. And now, in retrospect, the further we get away from it, the 
oh, we don't need to replace Devontae Adams strategy is well, one of the funniest better. strategies ever busted out ever. Fire move as Alan Lazard watched the last drive with the helmet in his hands mm. as another guy named Rodgers. Watson was out. Dubes wasn't on the field. He had no catches. It was literally just Rodgers to Rodgers and, and, and Aaron Jones. Jones. Yeah, that's I all he had left. Because when he threw that one like late touchdown to Aaron Jones, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like... <laughs> Who's this wide receiver? And it's like, no, they're just like begging Aaron Jones to play wide receiver now. They like it's so him. messed. Yeah, they deboed him. It's so messed up. Yeah, that's all we have left. I forgot Tunyon. He still yes. has Tunyon. Mm-hmm. But so. Heineke's kind of electric. Like he's kind of fun to watch, wow. in my opinion. He, I mean, he is a gunslinger. He's like got a little Carson Wentz to him. Yeah, and he like he's shifty. I think that's the best best person to learn behind for him. Yeah. You know, you know who he is? He's Baker Mayfield with a different name. That's what he yeah. is to me. He like they have the same like mindset and like they look the same back there and then they have those stretches where they're just terrible. Like Heineke at the first half was absolutely abominable. I think at one point he was like 3 for 14 passing. Like it was some ungodly number. But the Durs do get the win. They're somehow 3 and 4 with the most unimpressive collection of wins but this to me is all about the packers and what a shambolic performance they're turning in week after week three straight losses i think the sad thing to your point on baker mayfield is heineke might be like quite a bit better than baker (laughs) yeah and that's you know i don't enjoy saying that but it might just be true like i think yeah baker's pretty bad but no i think uh the packers um i don't think they have it this year it's a lot of i see like a lot of similarities between them and I know we'll get to the the Buccaneers because they need some discipline. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're like similar. It's like aging quarterbacks with like you know they have some good decent defenses, I guess. Um, but they just aren't. They just don't really have it anymore. Like there's not enough pieces on offense. There's not enough, the, the quarterbacks aren't good enough to make up the difference like they were before. So they're just not a very good team in my opinion. Yeah, and I hate to write them off before Thanksgiving, but like this is ugly. I'm happy too. Yeah. The the we have genius Matt Lafleur is is looking like a tough strategy to, yeah. for not signing any receiver other than Sammy Watkins. Well, oh, don't forget Randall Cobb. Oh, my bad, yeah, my bad. Him. I know Phil listens to the same podcast <laughs> that I do because he sends them to me. But um, true. There's like some takes out there that this is kind of like all on Aaron Rodgers because he won't adapt to like how the modern NFL is because all these teams are kind of like throwing it down the middle because every team is playing too high safety. And Aaron Rodgers is like too cocky to do it and change his play style. And that's kind of what's making them lose these games. And are I kind of like that take. Are you saying he's stubborn? Yeah. Oh, so like Russell really? Westbrook. Really? really? And that's kind of the same issue with Russell Wilson <laughs> this year and all of that. Well, well he doesn't have much of an ego, does he? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> can't. Are you sitting down? No, I, I, I don't hate that take at all. I think you can kind of see it. Like he has yeah. an arrogance to the way he is playing. And um, it's just the way he plays. He only goes like deep and outside the numbers and that's kind of like his style. So he's not really adapting. Maybe time to get a new style. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree or just with you. Retire. Maybe, uh, you know, what's Nathaniel Hackett saying? Cause yeah, <laughs> like it was back, working out dude. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. With the best wide receiver, but, um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm a bit glad to see the Packers not doing so well. Like, cause they're always like, well, we're, you know, we have Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll yeah. like, we'll figure it out. Like we'll turn these guys into all pro wide receivers. So it's, it's nice to see them, uh, you know, struggling a bit. And, uh, I mean, another win by the commanders. I mean, I think they shouldn't actually be in poverty anymore. Yeah, they can go to unseries. They can go to unseries. Did they win last week? They beat the Bears, which isn't really a Still, win. though, three wins. Yeah, it wasn't, an S- it wasn't an SW, but it was like just a result. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think I'm officially out on the Packers, just so the fans know. Wow, wow. that is a that yeah. is a take. That's when yeah. you know that's it's crazy. It's, it's in a panic it's bad. mode. Yeah, it's ugly, dude. They they <clears throat> haven't put together anything that makes me believe in them, and I think the demotion continues. I'm ready to put them in the unserious. Zone. Oh, very unserious. Absolutely, no. unserious as well. Okay, just because yes. when you look at like <laughs> yeah sweep. Yeah, just like because how much like he relied on Adams, it's it's really funny. Like the more we like go, it's funny. No, it is, no, it is it funny is, it though is. because he like it is ninety percent of his passes were to Adams, and then they were like you have Lazard now. You have Lazard now. Throw ninety percent to him. Yeah. Like it does. It's just funny. It doesn't make sense. It's weird. It is. It is literally like high comedy. Like uh, now that I look back at it, uh, I remember the NFC Championship game when he literally like would not throw to anybody other yeah. than Adams. Remember the targets in that game? And now it's like they went into the offseason. They're like, okay, you so, have dubs. Yeah, <laughs> we have a guy from North Iowa and a fourth rounder. So <laughs> go to work. Get to work. Get some chemistry going. Like maybe take him out to a dinner dude that was the strategy that they laid out so i'm ready to put it i bet you series. they like pitched it to him he's like yeah yeah whatever i got aaron jones still yeah <laughs> still got my boy yeah i'm locked in he was yeah. like well i did post the last dance story and like i'm not gonna leave but like somebody's gotta go <laughs> one of the two people in the picture has to go so there's the door but wow I, what, what do you want to do with the commanders because that's the, I, I don't really I'm not really impressed but at the same time like three and four and a win over the Packers I think they might have to move up and no Carson Wentz also yeah, helps yeah I'm happy with unserious yeah I'm kind of like unserious. yeah and yeah. their their owner kind of makes them unserious too so it's like kind of double whammy interesting there. I didn't know him. that was part of the criteria but fair yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the name just fits yeah, them exactly it does well we do need some also. more room in, in, in poverty too you need to yeah. clear out some space mm-hmm. well because somebody's coming in hot yeah. and his name rhymes with rom Dady. <laughs> um, but no no i'm okay with that although their owner today their owner's wife sorry did go up and refer to them as the redacteds twice and get booed her entire speech <laughs> which was tough that was absolutely brutal but okay unserious is fine by me we can just you know what honorary poop package elevation it's still in the poop package but i want to talk about it now let's just hit the bucks <laughs> While we're yeah, here, let's yeah. just crush him <laughs> out the park. A twenty-one to three loss in Carolina. It on the first play, or I think it was his third play. Brady threw to Evans, and Evans was like. 20 yards of separation yeah. free and just juggled it into the air. And then I saw Evans after the game song saying, sorry, that like, you know, that, that he saw the, like the, the air leave the balloon pretty much on that play. If you're like a, a former what? Super Bowl champion and you're playing in Carolina in like week six, how are you like, well, that's it. Let's just pack it in. <laughs> like, we can't do this. Like, what kind of mindset does this team have? I don't understand. And Todd Bowles, who I actually like, I was willing to give him some credit. It came back to me today why I hated him so much on the Jets yeah. is because he always is, has this lifeless look on his face. Like, he doesn't care if you live or die. And <laughs> today is the encapsulation of 21-3 to loss. So it is just hideous. They're not even at frisk. They're, they're so unserious because the quarterback doesn't even take them serious. The whole team is unserious. All men. So, anyway, what do you have? Anybody want to go in the box? <laughs> like... Like I don't even know where to like I don't I know where to start it. with the Bucks. Like you got it pretty well. Like 
I see that um, like when Brady threw it to Evans and he like bobbled it. I was like, what are the like he jumps forward a little bit. I thought he was gonna like jump forward, <laughs> leap and catch it. He's gonna dive, but like like you said, like this team really doesn't seem to care. Um, so he was like, I could dive, but I don't want to like, get grass on my jersey. But yeah, it's week six, so <laughs> yeah. like, what's the point? Um, and then I just think with Todd Bowles. Like you said, he's so lifeless. Like, I've never seen this guy, like, ripping one of the players, ripping one of the coaching staff. Like, he's just so... He seems, like, content with every play. He doesn't really seem like he can lead the team. Um, and he doesn't seem like a great locker room guy. Like, I, like, like Todd Bowles is walking up. You know, they're losing to the Panthers, however much they were losing at halftime. And he's going up with the Garrett Cole. Like, well, guys. <laughs> well, guys, in the Kermit Frog voice. Like, we got to, you know... Bring it, bring it together here. Um, so that's what I imagine Todd Bowles doing. And yeah, there's a super unserious team. Brady's not coming to practices like that. That shows you they should be an unserious. So I hate to break it. To and you can't own. lose to the Panthers. My God, no. And I, I and the Panthers look the Panthers. You did beat the Bucks, but you're, you're so poverty. poverty. Yeah, you're so poverty. It doesn't even like register on exactly. the Richter scale <laughs> yeah, after effects of your win. But to, uh, to, I hate to break it to Tom as well. But Bruce Arians is not losing to Carolina in no. Week Six. He's no. slitting somebody's throat on the sideline yes. before they lose that like, game. So actually, yeah. Sorry to break it to Tom, but <laughs> passion is maybe what you needed. I don't know. Just my take. Like, Bruce Arians is, like, cutting someone's finger off in the locker room and being like, okay, next guy to drop a ball. Yeah. Like, this is what's happening. He's taking Mike Evans up, and he's just cutting him at yeah. halftime. Yes. <laughs> I, also, um, I think Brady, he, like, I know I've said my piece on Brady many times, but um, he's kind of got a little Russell Wilson where, where he's, like, you know, maybe not the most likable guy uh, on the field, but you can live with that when you're winning games. But I think it runs really thin when you're losing to Carolina. Um, like his body language is still so bad where it's like he'll overthrow a receiver by 20 yards and he'll like throw his hands up and like like grab his helmet and like, like you know, stomp off to the sideline. There's got to be a point where his teammates start to get annoyed, especially like when we said he, like he's not practicing and he's not doing everything that he was in the past. So I'm tired of people, all the Brady truthers on Twitter saying he's thrown so many yards, like he's thrown thousands of yards. He's like top, you know, 10 in yards this year. It's like, yeah, but I mean, he throws the ball 60 times a game and they're always like, losing. Half his, like less than half his pass. Like he's, he's not a good quarterback this year. I agree with you completely. Not. And where I give Rodgers some points is at least in that fourth quarter today, Rodgers was making throws that I was like, wow, like you couldn't place it any better. And their guys are still like fumbling it the second it hits their hands. It's like me out there. It's like, ah, oh, there's like 60,000 people watching me. What am I going to do here? So the Rodgers gets points for that. But Brady, sometimes these aren't even close. And then he gets up like, oh my God. Like he definitely wipes his hands after his teammates high five him, dude. He has that type of energy about him where he like doesn't even want to associate at all with these people and it's got to take an effect like you said like these guys can't want to go to war with this guy at this point i know he's got seven super bowls and that might sound crazy but like show a little heart show you care a little bit so the buccaneers to me textbook unserious literally almost poverty mode losing to the panthers is indefensible so is this the biggest underdog win of the year so far i I believe so yep because steelers were 14 point dogs (laughs) and lost by five touchdowns so that was that was the only other one that comes to mind but yeah it was like minus 13 and a half this morning i saw and it's full on win outright by three touchdowns so pretty impressive stuff by the panthers shout out to the panthers not trading brian burns when being offered multiple first round picks (laughs) well like no 
Yeah, like, we need to make gotta a push keep this him. year. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. we're gonna take a run now that yeah. we've got Hubbard yeah. and Foreman. <laughs> yeah, so don't this was worry. their show me game. <laughs> it was, yeah. and I should have. Oh man, I had the Bucks. Don't, <laughs> but I had the Panthers all week leading up to. That. I don't, don't even get into me. I show don't. me game is always a lock. It might be a week or two late, but it's always there. It the is, show me yeah. game. The show me game. Keep it in track for the next coach who gets fired because Ron's safe now. Ron, yeah, put, Ron put is together back to back wins. The Snyders won't even know that he's like there. And, yeah, and so exactly. don't even worry about it. Um, the Seahawks go into the Charger building and win by two touchdowns, 37 to 23. Great win for Seattle. They actually lead the NFC West at this point in the season, which is impressive <laughs> stuff for the Seahawks. I think we all had him under. And here's Geno Smith, who is no exaggeration a top 10 quarterback in the NFL yes. this season. Yep. Geno Smith is fantastic. And today, the Chargers, to me, like I, I like the Seahawks. I think that was a really good win. But it's still, to me, the Chargers are a joke. The Chargers almost losing yep. to the Broncos on Monday and then following up with a complete egg lay at home. All you need to know about them, in my opinion, right now. I feel like you're just waiting for the Chargers, like or at least I have. I've just been waiting for the Chargers to be like up in the elite category or even at least with the good to just like crush teams and they just can't it's they can't even win yeah i know they're just like waiting for these teams to punch them in the mouth and take the game to them and then they're like playing from behind and then i mean seattle never even gave gave the lead back um and and herbert's just been underwhelming in their coaching style so i've been super upset with the chargers but like the seahawks honestly pete carroll is putting on a master class right now like, he is russell wilson i don't need him i'm gonna make geno smith a top 10 qb the team's gonna play hard for me we're gonna have a decent defense like honestly shout out pete carroll because this is all him how much my opinion changed of pete carroll in like eight weeks a lot is bananas yes he has done a fantastic job but adam you were laughing there what what what'd you what'd i was you just take? laughing because he said he's he's like mad at the chargers, I am mad at the chargers. yeah they're ruining his eight division winner parlay <laughs> they are like big time <laughs> So uh, I agree with you on Pete Carroll. I think he like saved his uh, legacy a little bit because he was getting people were calling for his head statement in the season. eight weeks. Yeah, statement legacy statement improvement. Weeks. Yeah, this is a statement season for him, for <laughs> as far as his legacy goes. Because like this is like when Brady left the Bucks. And exactly. It was like, well, now we get to see who won the breakup, and it was like Brady probably won that. Um, but then this is like not even close like this is like the girlfriend leaves and she like becomes like a 10 and then the guy just like gets fat and like (laughs) just falls off the face of the earth yeah so i'm happy to see Pete carroll figure it out and then yeah i think the chargers are there they need a coaching change i think that's what it is because your quarterback is talented but he's underachieving um and your defense in theory should be good so you got to whether it's at the end of the year or whenever they need staley's not the guy he's just not it completely agree and the chargers interviewed brian dayball before they hired brandon staley fun fact so nice that, nice that, job that won't haunt them and i just oh, love pete carroll not having a quarterback complain about like constantly running the ball like he, like geno smith's not complaining i know he threw 27 times today but still like kenneth walker had 23 r- rushing uh, attempts and 168 yards and like he, i just love that for my guy pete he's like, he loves too. to run the ball and um, it's working. Like, he's just got his own style now. He doesn't have Russell Wilson <laughs> complaining about, you know, let me cook, all this crap. So it's literally great. <laughs> let me cook. <laughs> no, Kenneth Walker's a beast, though. Like, why wouldn't you give that give the guy the, give that guy the ball 25 yeah. times a game? Third tries the charm. But DK was carted off today, which is a pretty big injury. We'll see how long he's out. But he 
he's like taking that like aerial threat that, that sort of makes them good. And I know Tyler Lockett's had a really good season as well. And Marquise Goodwin had two touchdowns today. That's when you know your coach is cooking. When Marquise <laughs> Goodwin gets two yeah. touchdowns, your coach is humming. Yeah. So respect to him for that. But the Seahawks, to me, I feel like that's an NFC playoff team almost for sure. I don't know what it is, but the NFC is weak, and I think they've got some mojo. They can move the ball. I know their defense isn't very good, but they'll get up and down the field on you. So And they yeah, got the Broncos' sure. first-round pick this upcoming year, so, yeah. and second-round pick, so it's lit. It is lit for the Seahawks right now. So I'm down to uh, Seahawks fully. We have to promotion to the Frisk, almost a promotion to good in my mm-hmm. books. That's how high very we close. think of the Seahawks. But the Chargers, I do want to demote. Yep. I, don't, I don't count a win over the Broncos as impressive. Nope. They're unserious. But, Owen, you might want to keep them up there just because of the Herbert factor. No, I don't. Let's okay. go. I think. Okay. No, I'm upset with the Chargers too. It's Let's like go. you have this really. It's like you're a teacher and you have this really good student, but he just doesn't care. He doesn't like study. And you're like, I want you to be good, but you're not. So you're almost more upset. Yeah. Well, this is a prove it demotion because we did this last week with another team that we'll get to, and now they've they've earned their role up. But what do you have? You keeping them in the frisk, or no. you're okay with this? Yeah. All right. So that's a full on. That's a swapping places. That works fantastic. Congratulations to the Seahawks. And by the way. A fan of the show, Sahaj, said to me, "If you're gonna like, if you're gonna do this thing every Sunday, maybe you should make a graphic and post it." And I was like, "That's a great idea, Sahaj." A lot of work. A lot of work. Or and just post a picture of the helmet. Yeah, or just post a picture of the helmets. But like, I'm not a work yeah. guy right now. <laughs> yeah. So what you do is you go into the description of the episode, and I list it in there. So Let's that's go. that's right. where there you, you go. find okay. the list. Everybody, if you're wondering where they stack out. I got you covered. Don't I worry. Met him halfway. Yeah. I vote you just take a picture of the helmets and post it on the story. Okay. Well, I'll think about that. But for tonight, at least, it's <laughs> okay. going to be in the description because we've already <laughs> made that decision. But maybe next week, you never know. Congratulations <laughs> to Adam. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Detroit Lions twenty-four to six. This game, though, ten to six. The Cowboys are ahead. The Lions get the big play with ten minutes to go, down to the one. Dan Campbell, you know, who knows what he was looking at, but they could have challenged to maybe get in. I think he was in. Adam thinks he was short. He was short. They showed it on the replay. But I think either way you have to challenge that because you're going to, like, they put it on the one. And it, it was, was on the, it. Least. It was on like the three inch line. If he breathed on the ball, it would have yeah. rolled over. So it was very close. He doesn't challenge. Next play, the Lions fumble. Cowboys go down score. Jared Goff fumble. Cowboys go down score. Jared Goff fumble. Lions lose. So he had four turnovers today. The Lions looked awful. I don't know why I didn't remember that like Jared Goff, all his years on the Rams, like whenever they ran into a good team, that's where the problems began. I should have maybe clued in that him on with a worst coach against the Cowboys defense, I maybe shouldn't have picked him, but a win for the Cowboys regardless, five and two. And it was a good win, I would say. Yeah, I was happy with the win. I mean, they kind of eased um Dak. dakota back into it oh full dakota yeah they kind of eased him back wow. into it and he had a good game today um didn't make any mistakes just kind of throwing the check downs getting <laughs> getting hot you know warming up didn't and do anything great but didn't do, anything, didn't do anything great he was just getting into the rhythm which i like like that's what we need on your first week back get used to it and then like on the last drive when we're trying to run the clock down he's like no i need to throw a touchdown so yes goes calls a timeout goes back they're like we're throwing the ball here and he threw a touchdown so congrats first touchdown of the season a okay. boy there yeah. you go dak yeah on the let's board. go i have nothing much to say uh like yeah I thought, you know, we were expecting more. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say, but like we were expecting more from the Lions and they just haven't been very good. So I think Campbell's probably on the hot seat 
and uh Dak I mean I still would have liked like for Jerry Jones to be like no like we're still going with Cooper Rush. Well, Cooper, give him a rebound game. I'm not so sure that Cooper I'm Rush so, is. Uh, not, I would not have liked that personally. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think the 40 week. million he's dishing out would have liked that either. Yeah, but, or the three picks well, last week. I mean, for Jerry, the 40 million is just whatever. But yeah, yeah so not during this game, but it was like a mic'd up version of, of Jared Goff on the sideline. It was like, like oh, like we lost, like this, that, and then there was like two seconds of silence. He's like. But damn, we fight. Like, damn, we battle <laughs> yeah, hard. And I'm sure he was saying that to the boys after, after the L. So in the in the MW column, moral victories or moral wins, the Lions have like 10. Yes, yeah, they, they they've do. only played six, yeah. but they have 10. Yeah, they're like, guys, how can we match our moral victories with our actual record? Like, we got to find a way to match <laughs> yeah, it, right? Merge. Yeah, so. And just another terrible performance from Dan Campbell. Adam hates Dan Campbell. Yeah, I think he's going to lose his job this year. Or he should, at least. I keep thinking that, but he's on a six year deal. So clearly they see something over there that that they wouldn't want to pay. They can be bad for six years. That's not really. Well, I guess that's not my issue. They've been bad for 60. So six more is no no big deal to them. The Ravens almost ravened at home against the the Browns. They gave it to Cleveland, and then they almost let him walk down and score for the win, but the Amari Cooper offensive pass interference, and then, you know, Cade York, the false start. I mean, the Browns, like the Ravens, Ravens, and then the Browns, Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like yeah. a classic, like. Uh, Offsetting penalties. Yeah, exactly. Like a dueling banjo situation where they're just going at it back and forth. So, my opinion didn't really change of either side, but I think the Ravens. I would like to see them have more of a killer instinct. I know we've said that for the last couple of weeks on this show, but still not really impressive victories, even though division win and they get back over 500. I feel bad for Coop because he's been playing really well this year and he's kind of like their only passing threat on this team. And he's going off every week, but he has no quarterback and no team around him. So I just feel bad for the guy. I wish we. I wish he was still a cowboy. Same for Nick Chubb. He's just a horse back there yeah, too. Yeah, him yeah. too. Like it's it's weird because they do have a really really good wide receiver and a really good running back. I mean, defense was supposed to be good, and then they just <laughs> literally can't win a game. I know quarterback's still a huge part of it, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, this is a bit. I think on Stefanski. Like, oh, I think look he's at, not like, good. There's a lot of other uh, coaches out there that are make like look at Geno Smith, look at um, Danny Dimes. I mean, there's not a reason that, like, it should all be, like, oh, well, we don't have Deshaun Watson. This is why we're bad. Like, you still have a, like, you have a more talented team than the Seahawks and the Giants, and you're still very bad. So, I don't not really an excuse. I don't think he's good. Yeah, I, exactly. I've watched, I, I've watched a lot of their games. I don't find them well-coached ever. Their defense sucks. And it, it's one of those things where that team that he won Coach of the Year with, like, that roster was pretty good, you know? And they mm-hmm. were pretty motivated. Well, and at the time, Baker was a different <laughs> Baker than he is now. You have to admit that. Yeah. He was at least had more moments then than he does now. Yeah, I would. I feel bad for uh, Miles Garrett. This is, to me, like a, almost like a Megatron on, on – on, uh, on Detroit, Detroit where it's like he's like a generational defensive player that just never wins because they can never put enough pieces around him to be good yeah except little, for the one uh, time i agree dude little jj watt on houston-esque yeah a little exactly what's the lineman that the browns had before joe, joe thomas. thomas a little yeah. joe thomas action yeah. it's almost yeah. like there's a common denominator Ware. to these teams texans uh, browns lions it's almost like there's a common denominator there fitzgerald on the cardinals would be another good example you know what's he, he, sorry you know what's no, heat but, when you have like four to five guys in the nfl top 100 and you're two and five yeah so like the colts, like, never the colts good. had like the colts. eight that's why they had eight? Was, yeah they had eight wow. they have a ton of good players was matt ryan one of the eight no no no, no, no. they had a ton yeah 
I also saw the broadcast that um, what's his name? Miles Garrett broke the record for like he was like the all-time sacks leader in Browns history. He broke Clay Matthews Jr. <laughs> yeah, Clay Matthews. That Jr. had me and Phil like confused for like oh, half an hour. Brain was in a pretzel trying yeah. to figure out which Clay Matthews it was, how he had a son. If why it was, was the that junior Clay there? Matthews. Yeah. Why wasn't how Clay ju- Matthews Clay Matthews three? Like yes. we we were going through the whole process. So <laughs> we, yeah, we saw that one yeah. too. Don't worry, I don't even want to get into it again. No, I'm not no. even going to bother <laughs> explaining it. Side that uh, the Browns though at two and five, uh, I'm willing to give it a write off. Here's their next four: home Bengals at Dolphins at Bill's home bucks. See you next year. Yeah. And even and then what's that, two and eight when Watson gets back? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. No. I mean, they might win one of those, but I, I mean, come on. I, I don't know. I, I don't see a path to the for, to relevance. They're allergic to winning games, so no. Yeah. I think they'll beat the Bengals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe make that pick on the next I, show when we get the spreads. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the Bengals now, at least. They won 35 to 17 over the Falcons. <laughs> The, uh, the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow looked great today. I know nobody wants to say that out loud, but he did. He played a great game, and they're, they have great skill position players. Pretty much everything we assumed about the Bengals is true. Like, they, they're they a little bit streaky, but once the, you wouldn't want to play them in a playoff game. No. They've got talent where they could beat any team on any given day, but they just need to put it together a little more consistently. Some of that's coaching. The defense has been very good in the second half of games, but... I don't know. I feel like they're going to hover around 500 and be pretty streaky all year. I think the trend is that we should stop hating on the Bengals at the start of the season because this is two years in a row now where I remember last year we were like, oh, the Bengals. I mean, they drafted a wide receiver who can't even catch. Like, the O-line's oh, bad. Like, the defense. What? And then Blitnikoff, they, and, though. Blitnikoff. And then... Yeah, there wasn't a whole... You know, it wasn't all four. <laughs> he wasn't all four. But... And then they, you know, they go to the Super Bowl. And then this year, they started off pretty slow as well. And we're like, ah, oh, Super Bowl hangover. Joe Burr. Like, Joe Burr. Like, they actually kind of suck. Like, that was a write-off. And then they're actually, like, you know, still pretty good. So, um, they don't they don't seem like they have too many holes, honestly. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. it's I... Like, I agree, but it's just hard to agree. No, I agree. Like, I, like I said, nobody wants to say it. Yeah. But no. Here like shout are. out to the guy I see at school twice a week in either his <laughs> Bengals jersey or his Bengals hat or his like Joe Burrow shirtsy. Like respect to you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure he's uh he's been a Bengals fan from day one. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he has. I'm, I'm sure. sure he's listening. Well, so. after slumming it out with Andy Dalton for all those years, you gotta respect a guy like that exactly. for coming out strong. And it sucks that the it's the, the biggest takeaway here is that it's unfortunate that the Falcons um uh, spread spread record uh, came to came an to end. an end yeah. streak. So. That took me a bit to get that out of my mouth. So <laughs> six and one now, but we'll see if they can bounce back. Hey, five games over five hundred—that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, and how are you hanging in? Tough loss. Uh, yeah, tough loss. I think you guys covered the Bengals. So there I think you go. <laughs> don't you don't give them any praise. That's the spirit. Yeah. You've got an ABC. Anybody but Cincinnati, which is nice. Good for you. That's I like true. that. Falcons. I don't know. My opinion doesn't change much. I think they're pretty plucky. I think they're textbook frisk. I just textbook. I I picked Cincinnati yeah, in this game because I just thought there was a talent disparity between the two teams. That's it. So good call. So, um, are are we gonna move the Bengals? No, I don't think so. No, eh. I'm happy to keep them in frisk. Prove it. Prove it week in the Prove frisk it zone. Week. Prove Move it yourself week. up. Okay. If, if you Mark get the win down. against the Browns, which is not a great win, but take care of business. Take care this of business. This is one you should have. Have it. No, Divisional game. Good. Divisional game. A lot of orange. It's on Halloween night. It's a wow. Monday night game. Wow. So oh, get I'm the so win excited. and then 
get yourself in there. Yes. It, the, the precedent has been set. I like that. Colts, Titans, tough one for Matty Ice today. He goes down 19 to 10. <laughs> he looked a lot more like the Matt Ryan I've seen the last couple weeks. Two absolutely horrendous interceptions, just absolute stinkers. And he does fall like a tree in the forest. Like he absolutely just hits the ground and it's a full timber. So shout out to Matty Ice. But the AFC South blows, man. I don't know how the Colts have three wins. I don't know how the Titans are four and two and clearly the best team. But the Titans, like, this is a pretty Titansy team. I think mm. I think Tannehill had two fantasy points today, and nice. he only missed like four plays. So tough, and they still won. But shout out to the Titans. Um, I think they're the best team in the division. I think shout out to you if you watched this game. It could have been exactly in the poop. what I was going to yeah. say. I have no. I don't really have any comment on this game because I did not watch this. I saw Derrick Henry run once, and he looked to fast. see the game. Yeah. yeah. I love no I, I, I love watching Matt Ryan play football though. I don't care who it's against or what the situation is. If he's on TV, I will be one of the viewers. He dude. I, sometimes I, I keep my head TV. down during red zone, <laughs> but when I see the Colts logo come up, I drop everything I'm doing because anything could happen. It's electrifying. It's so sick. He's my it. favorite player in the league for sure. <laughs> I love Matt Ryan. And it's something about, like, th- at one point today, he got up a little slow, and I was like, please don't be hurt. Like, if you are hurt, I-, I absolutely have no interest in this game whatsoever. You're the only thing holding me to the Colts. Like, please be okay. Exactly. So shout out to Matty Ice. Um, Titans, they've earned a promotion. They, they were obviously the yes. team that was probably misranked last show. So I'm down to put them in the frisk. The Colts can stay unserious for now, but... Matt Ryan is just the best. <laughs> Shout out to Matty Ice. Last Matt one before Ryan. we hit the poop package, the Saints and the Cardinals game on Thursday, which is usually a poop package staple. You get the Thursday night in there. But this game was pretty okay as far as Thursday nights go. The Cardinals got the win. I would say the highlight was probably Kyler Murray yelling at Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. And then if you watched his post-game press conference, Kyler said that he was just telling, telling Cliff Kingsbury to just chill out. That's what he was no, yelling okay. at him. Oh, <laughs> just good. chill out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's only, you know, it's only the NFL, dude. It's only your job on the line if we lose. So just relax, man. And he was doing a good job, you know, chilling out himself. Yeah. Like screaming. Exactly. Because he was like, he took, the second he took his helmet off, he was like spitting in Kingsbury's face. Kingsbury looked pretty scared of uh, Kyler, I'm not going to lie. Kingsbury's got like a foot height advantage on him. He was like, okay, dude, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'll let you call the plays if you want. Like, yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny to see, so... Um, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but especially because it's the Cardinals. But I feel like with D Hop, they're a frisky team. Oh, you they're king unserious to me. They're, they're yeah. like Mister Unserious. Yeah, the, I, don't get I, fooled I, though, because you, I'm not you and fooled. I picked the Cardinals because it's like the Cardinals circle. Because now they have the well, big win, and now they're gonna like have a bad loss. I think I said this last year too. Like they were a really good team, and then D Hop got hurt, and they became a bad team, and now they've been bad. And you are a D Hop guy. Yeah, you I, do I think Hopkins. he elevates them like quite a bit. I think he's a big factor on this team. Personally. That's a fair take. I, I his is. video he made for his return to the NFL, um, like the, the start was really good. The first five seconds were great. <laughs> Had you hooked? It just fell off the wagon yeah. after that. And then people <laughs> were hyping it up like it was this great like Brady 2019 esque video. It's like no 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 no. It just didn't have that key elements. But no no. I'm okay. I mean I, like I see where you're coming from. But prove it week. This is another yes. prove it week. If you're not unserious, which I think they are, then get up there. But the, we had the the Saints in Frisk. My thing is, I always, I still think Sean Payton's like coaching the team. I'm like, he, he'll figure it yeah. out. But it's Dennis Allen, and it's and like they, you know, they don't have That's Breeze, and, and like the team isn't as talented as it usually is. So, 
don't know. Yeah, I'd be down to move him down. <laughs> okay, let's let's punch him down. And uh, prayers up to Michael Thomas missing his fourth straight game with his Man. sore toe. Prayers up, Mike. Hope you get back soon, dude. <laughs> we really miss you out there. I don't know what I'd do without your little drag routes. So shout out to shout out to Mike Thomas. Hopefully he gets back healthy. I don't think either. Like the NFC, though, the reality we're going to face, one of these teams is maybe going to make the playoffs, which is going to be the all-time Saturday morning lock put that team on when everybody's asleep and then it, you get to miss that game entirely yes. but they're both still very much in the picture that's why it didn't make the poop pack poop pack two honorary bucks game so three so shout out to the bucks very very strong unserious good for them but the broncos jets game if i was a broncos fan i don't think i could get up out of bed in the morning watching this team they've scored 100 points this season that's 14 a game wow. And the defense is amazing. Somehow, they're maybe the worst team in the league, and they may they maybe have the best defense in the league. That's like the but most. That's show- always Broncos, though. But this is an extreme version. I said to yeah. my dad today, even before, like I've never seen the Broncos this bad. Like even when they had Simeon or Keenum, like there was a higher floor for some reason. They just stink. Like they have no prayer of ever like getting on a drive in the second half. So that was an embarrassing loss today. I know like Vegas is begging you to take the Jets. The Jets were what? Minus one mm-hmm. like today with Brett Rippon under center. So Vegas clearly liked Denver, but Denver, they, they might have to get rid of Nate Hackett like now. I, that's what I would do if I was them because there's no way they're going to go anywhere with him. But that's my take. I'd honestly almost be surprised if he's not fired by Monday morning. What? when you're hearing this like I don't, it's it's uh, bad like it's it's the denver broncos like, I think like we you have all, to be good we all agree but he like realistically realistically they're two and five when you paid all that money to russell wilson and gave two first round picks to the sea like, i think they I need, need to, you to they be need good. to fire him and they need to fire replay guy but let's go i'm still coming for the replay guy <laughs> i'm not gonna. no but like the division if someone would have told me that like the chargers were going to be this bad and that the raiders would have had the start that they had <laughs> let's go they're not bad <laughs> like <laughs> i would have expected start. you to be at least second in the div they're the worst team in the division they can't beat the jets and i know russell wilson was out but like this is a disaster disaster like you gotta like this isn't i don't know this isn't the nba or or the nhl where you got you're like okay i have another 50 games to figure this out like like you know this is they only have a few more games to they don't have their first round pick they don't have their first round pick they don't have that much like we're already week seven we're going into week eight i don't think there's that much room for them to like okay like well we can still take our time and figure out the offense the fact if i hope to god uh nate hackett didn't say we're still trying to gel and figure out the offense because if he said that that's automatic like fire you're fired you're yeah. fired but like if i'm the Den- like if i'm the walmart like the walmart, walmart jr yeah. like walmart jr like i'm the like like you know the chairman or whatever like you're gone like, i agree. you're done and that whole speech just screams poverty like, yes I, agree. Poverty. I, yes. I fully agree they are they are poverty zone to me yeah but, uh, would you keep nate hackett around do you have any objections to poverty they're pulling to london next week and the russell wilson i mean maybe they want to keep nate hackett bring him to london and then just leave him there find your own way home from the uk <laughs> that'd be so bad i think this is overdue to yeah. send him to poverty I yep. mean, we didn't get to talk about them last week because they had the Monday night game, but they were so bad on that Monday night game that I would have done it right there. But today was just the follow-up to that. At home, the Jets did nothing to knock me away today. Like, I'm good to keep the Jets in the good zone. Sure. Like, they're 5-2, and two, but and now Brees Hall, you know, probably tore his ACL, which is pretty hurt. So, very, very tough situation there. But they're still good. That was a decent win by them. My opinion doesn't change. But the Broncos are so bad that they have to go to poverty. There's no other choice in my mind. So yeah. that's ugly. 
but uh, they, they have no other choice. There's not even a glimmer of hope on offense, so I'm down to put them there. Last game, Alex, you were, I think, the only man on earth who yes. sat there. And Alex said to me today, I'm done with red zone. I'm just watching Raiders-Texans. So, <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so, so you get in there. Well, that's what you said. So well, it is right. I it just off. sounds funny when, yeah, when you actually say it out loud. Yeah, I turned it off to watch the Chiefs game, but you, you went to a different angle. Yeah, I went to a different angle. I woke up today, and I, I was like, you know, I'm a little sick of Red Zone. And here's my little thing. It's I texted Phil about this, and you kind of saw what I was saying. Like, Red Zone's fine most weeks, but... Some weeks I'm I just feel like I I watched everything but I didn't like I just watched like a four hour like YouTube highlights package <laughs> yeah where I don't it's like true. I see the touchdowns but I don't see like the context of the touchdowns like what did they do to get into the red zone like who's injured who's out who's in the play who's not like and then I was just like you know what I'm cutting that out and I'm just watching Raiders Texans today <laughs> I mean Raiders were coming off a bye I haven't watched them in a bit so I was yeah. kind of re- ready for that to watch them a bit and uh, we needed a big win here too so that's one of the <laughs> One of the main reasons I was, I was like, if we can't beat the Texans, like I, I think that's have to jump ship. Yeah, yeah, touch and go. So, um, but yeah, like my assessment of the game, pretty good. Like the Texans are bad. Like the Texans are really bad. And um, I, you know, obviously would have been surprised if we lost this game. But I mean, Josh Jacobs, holy smoke, was this guy playing well? We made a second half adjustment to just keep running the ball. Like very simple. Mm-hmm. Like. It was working in the first half, and then we just kept feeding them, kept running the ball. The Texans couldn't stop the run whatsoever. Um, Carr is still looking like he's not looking the best I've ever seen. No, not shaky. looking the best. A little he, shaky. He did get hurt today. He did get hurt, but you know, still a little shaky. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean, good win, good win so far. We got to keep building. Um, and. My other thing was I texted into the group chat about I think when the Raiders lost to the Chiefs that the Raiders would have a winning record by December. So good start to that prediction. Well, your next games are at Saints, at Jags, home Colts. And that's why I said that. So those are you know three winnable games. I so. should have I should have known the schedule guy busted yeah. it out to take a yeah, peek. Exactly. Oh, and you're the resident Davis Mills guy. That wasn't that bad today from him, I didn't think. I thought he played well. He threw the awful interception at the end, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah, he looked like like fine. Like he can kind of you know, you can kind of do some things yeah. Um, out there, which is kind of fun. Like, I mean, Damian Pierce, I think, is still really good. Like, they have some pieces. Damian Pierce is good. Laramie Tunsil is having, like, a really good year. Um, Texans corner. Let's go. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Davis Mills can – he's, like, he throws a decent ball. Yeah. He's not bad. The Texans, like, they're poverty. Don't get me wrong. They are. But because yeah. their defense sucks. Like, he moves the ball up and down. I know they're going to trade Brandon Cooks, but that Nico Collins isn't all that bad either. Like, they have some decent skill What's players. What's your fan saying on Twitter? Oh, he's hyped, dude. He's he's like, he's, he's loving hyped. it. He said, he's a great game by Davis. Just like one mistake at the end, but they'll fix that up and then they'll win next week. So don't worry. He's <laughs> ever the optimist, this guy. He was retweeting stats about the, their tight end saying he was better than Kelsey. So don't worry. Bruh. He's fired up. Um, but they're still poverty zone. Yeah. I would say that the Raiders are okay in the frisk. I mean, yeah, they've, yeah. Like, yeah. they've been in every game. I think Alex brought up a good point about watching your team instead of red zone. Like it kind of feels like refreshing. 
I don't know if you like. Do you do it, Phil? Yeah, I do. Generally, I yeah. do. But I have two screens, so it's yeah. A little like when the Cowboys are playing, I have volume on Cowboys game on the main screen, and then red zone muted on the second screen. Exactly. That's like yeah. my. Setup. I like. I was very pleased today. Like like what Adam said, it's actually very refreshing to change it up once in yeah. a while to just like like you kind of miss the like first and ten run into the line. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like oh, this is football. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you got to know what's happening, and and the headaches per sixty go down for sure yeah you're not watching red zone all the time if you pound out three and a half hours of red zone by itself you definitely need like a nap and some water at the end of it so yeah so because uh, you'd a, be you know like red zone will be showing you maybe two minutes of a drive and they're like whoa whoa we have to cut to <laughs> trevor lawrence pick six what I'm like I, maybe i don't care yeah okay so or matt maybe. ryan pick six i really no, don't that ca- I give a shit see. that i want to so, see yeah i want to see that too <laughs> that, one's, that one is must see tv but no, that's a pretty good reshuffle of the rankings. I, I don't know when a team is going to crack that top top list. The Giants, God bless them, they got close. Cowboys. Cowboys, they're... Eh. I think they're close. They're the second best team in the NFC, according to me. So Yeah, so I mean... So I got to give them some due there. But I, I was pretty pleased with the football today in terms of a schedule that I thought was not going to be that exciting. Pretty good yeah. week. Yeah. So that's good um other stuff that's going on it looks like i don't know what the score is right now i should be able to check right here oh it's four to four in the fourth so we don't know but uh it looks like it's going to be the astros and the phillies in the world series the game is still going on the yankee astro game as we record this but big win for the phils astros phillies to me if you told me this like a week ago this is gonna be the world series i wouldn't have been that interested but i watched a lot of the nlcs and now i'm in i'm in on the phils i think this is going to be interesting so this is a decent world series i'm yeah like i always say i'm gonna watch and then i don't but i'm gonna try to watch this because i'm i'm a little bit of an astros fan i i love like cherry and alex like i i like them so like it's just a banger of a team they just like you guys said one guy leaves no problem we'll replace some like jordan alvarez is one of my favorite players that guy is holy holy crap (laughs) Um, it's everything Mike Stanton wanted to be. So I, 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 I just love the Astros. I love Dusty Baker. Does he have a Does he have a ring? No rings. Come on, like that's my guy. I need him to get a ring. I need Dusty to t- to hoist the trophy with those gloves. Yeah. You think he'll take the gloves off? Or he'll keep the gloves on. Uh, he wants his fingerprints. He on wants there. his he fingerprints. No, does he have any rings as a player? No. Wow. I feel like he's been alive for like half the time baseball's being like he's been alive since like world war one bro he invented the high five dude that's how old he is yeah so that's crazy i know he he needs to get one so i would and he's a great manager so i'd like to see him get one but owen is this enough for you i know you've been sort of skimping out on the playoffs uh no i I, i've tuned in uh last night i watched some um phil's padres uh which was good to watch Um, i'm also in on the phillies uh, because i Unlike Alex, I don't like the Astros. I like the Astros as a Yankee killer because I hate the Yankees. Like, I despise the Yankees. But as soon as the Yankees are disposed of, um, I'm all in on the Phillies. I hope the Phillies sweep them. Yes. Um, Because, yeah, the Astros are, like, in all reality, they're probably, they swept the Mariners. Pena just hit, like, a three-run homer, so they're tied with the Yankees. They're probably going to sweep them tonight. So, I mean, you know, my brain is telling me they're going to, like slaughter the Phillies. Yeah. So, you know, I like a good underdog, so I'm going to take the Phillies. I hope they win. Me too. But if the Phillies do win, I think Bryce Harper is going to win Sportsman of the Year. I think that he has had he that. I mean, it. the competition, I would say, would have to be like Steph Curry, him, Judge, 
nobody on the Rams is good enough to do it, or maybe maybe Donald. I don't know. But uh, to me, if he wins the World Series, he's gonna because of the playoffs he's had, like the the career accomplishments. I feel like he would be the obvious but pick. He, he he didn't have that good. I mean, he was hurt for like like sixty games or something like that. Like he yeah. didn't play a full regular season. It's a good point. But to play like to to play the way he has and to bring the Phillies a potential World Series, I feel like that's, that's a true. greater accomplishment than what Judge did, probably. It's true. And I, I think given the context too, because I know the way he left Washington and they won the World Series the next year with somebody probably who might even be better than him, it's like I think a lot of people it probably did a number on his legacy for a lot of people so it's nice to see like i like i always like bryce harper so i'm, I'm happy to see him get, I, ho- I hope he gets one I'm we know colin liked well. him too because he led the league in bis butts and seats it's true so people forget people forget that adam you're a casual world series watcher so you'll be tuning in i'm sure um like for the later innings yeah yeah adam's a big text me when it hits the seventh guy yeah which is which is always a commendable move at least you're watching you're bringing down the average age of the audience so that's good yeah at least you're doing your part the uh, blue jays extended john schneider on three years so if you had any take there i feel like it's a pretty good move but yeah i think it's the right move i mean barring like the playoff kind of collapse which i can cut him some slack there because he's a new manager and the you know he hasn't been there before but that notwithstanding i mean the team he turned the season around really like once he took over from charlie montoya they had a really really good record um and it seems like he's a really good manager like he's able to discipline when he needs to discipline he makes generally like good pitching decisions and lineup decisions so i think he's the right guy i'm pretty happy yeah i agree with that take entirely i think he he did a great job when he took over one game aside, like you said, I, I think uh, I think it's the obvious choice. So we'll see what they do in this offseason. I saw that, that Atkins said they're going to be spenders. So we'll, oh, I love that. Yeah, we'll see exactly what that turns out to mean. Uh, the NHL reverse retro, Alex. I saw. You know, mm. I know you have your takes, yeah. but uh, the Flames uniform. If you want to give your opinion there, you might be an owner soon. I might. I, w- I thought I was going to be an automatic owner, and then I saw that they're only going to wear them four times and not maybe, hey, let's wear them four times throughout the year. No, let's all let's wear them four times in a span of two weeks and not wear them for the rest of the season. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, so NHL with another master class of marketing. So that was pretty disappointing to see. I don't know if other teams are doing that too. If you I don't know, you just pick a month. and you, like, you well, know, the Oilers are wearing it like five times, yeah. That's also not very good. Is it also within yeah, one it's, month? It's in a two-week period. Nice, two-week period. So <laughs> makes no sense. The NHL was like, no, don't have too much fun. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. But I, I generally really like the reverse retros for like almost all the teams. The Red Wings and the Chicago one, that one those were just horrible um they're the same uniform they're yeah they're the same uniform i think more teams should try to go the retro style as opposed to trying to like create a new jersey i feel like it most of the time it hits when it's like a throwback and you're like whoa they busted this out this is sick as opposed to like trying something new because like when they try something new like 50 percent of the time it's not very good in any sport in any sport you know i give them points for trying but yeah if you have good retros you got to go back to your retros in my like the the crack in 2022s See the thing with the Kraken, like and the Vegas, and the Vegas. like what are they gonna do, right? Like I like I like Seattle's true. because it was like at least this looks a little retro and like it's you know here you go like we're trying. I mean they also could have gone the other way and made a big ass octopus or something, and then then you could have really gotten crazy with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I think Tampa Bay's got the worst one. I agree. I think that yeah. one is hideous. I know some people liked it, but it's just way too much going on. It's a lot. 
It is kind of a tough look, but you slap like a Supreme sticker on it, and it's, it's now it's hard. worth five hundred dollars, you know, more <laughs> up. So at least there's that. They seem to go for that market and that demo. So good for them. Weekend winners and losers. We can do that, and then we can get out of here. It looks like the Sunday night football game's pretty good. It looks like it's not bad. It's not bad. So not bad. I'm locked in. Oh well. Yeah, Adam's got the double screen going, <laughs> and this is usually the segments he takes off. So he's locked in. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. But winners and losers oh and you want to go first you're kind of the go first guy yeah uh i want to go first with my losers because i have a couple losers okay um my first loser is the yankees the yankees are just uh such a poverty team the the main thing that really gives me joy seeing the yankees do so poorly um is all the talk earlier in the year they were the on pace for 120 win yankees that's Mm -hmm. kind of their team and i think i hope that's how they're always remembered is the 2022 on pace for 120 win yankees um, with the epic second half, not collapse, not full collapse, but kind of deterioration where they didn't even, they were so fitting that they were one win shy of 100 wins. They finished with 99 wins, and then they're going to get swept by the Astros. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, get swept. It's tied right now on the fifth. So um, I just wanted to commemorate the Yankees, just tremendous, almost 100 or on pace for 120 wins season um, by putting them as a loser this week. I also had them in my losers, but it was for their for their little pregame ceremony today. I don't know if you had the chance to look at this, but you know, you're down 3-0, you're in a big hole. How do you get the boys fired up? And Aaron Boone went to the tape and he said, let's put on the 2004 Red Sox who came down from 3-0 in a series to win. They're the only team to ever do it. One, you know, great idea, right? But one little hair in the soup there, it was against the Yankees. So here's how we get you motivated. We're going to play the lowest moment in franchise history. Losing to our rival. To stop you guys from losing four straight, here's a video of us losing four straight. So shout out Aaron Boone. Great idea. But now back to you. True. Yankees are just, they're just poverty. They're a terrible franchise. Uh, My other loser is... Jose Altuve, I wanted to commemorate him for starting out. I think one, he was 0 for 26, I think. He, I think he got a hit um, either today or yesterday. So he's Hot 1 for 28. Jose. Yes. So he broke the record for longest hitless streak to start a, uh, a playoffs. Um, he's now 1 for 28, which I believe is an o, a 0.03 batting average. Um, I'm just going to check the math on that. 0.03. So... Really just tremendous work by uh, Jose there. Um, and I wish him all the best against the Phillies. I really hope he can turn that around because he's just a great player who's been there for so long and done so many good things for the franchise. He deserves better. So uh, I'm going to have to put him as a loser, but you know, I really you know love the guy, so I hope he turns it around. Me too. Is, is there any word on how his tattoo's coming along? I know it's not finished yet, but I know that, you know. True. It I think it's still, so they're still working time. on it. So just don't pull, just don't touch his, if, you know, any hits or anything, just leave the jersey on. Please. Please. Yes. I had one loser. Well, I had the Yankees as well. But my main loser this week is a guy named Rhett Pitlick. Now, I know that some hockey fans will remember last year, Jack Hughes scored an overtime winner. He's on the Devils. And what he did, game over, overtime winner, he took his stick and he threw it into the crowd like a bat flip. Mm. Like, game over, I won the game. I don't need my stick anymore. 
back bat flip into the crowd and then later in the year trevor zegris did the same thing so it became a little bit of a trend for like the cool young cool, guys young like <laughs> yeah. nhl cover guys yeah yeah, yeah. To wow do the stick flip after they win the game yeah in overtime revolutionizing the game yeah exactly now rhett pitlick he wanted to get in on the fun and he did the same thing he plays for the university of minnesota now one little problem with what rhett pitlick did he did it in the middle of the second period when they were up one to nothing <laughs> so he made it two nothing flipped his stick into the crowd got a game misconduct which is a 10-minute penalty, so <laughs> that was tough. And then they went on to lose the game 5-4 to four in overtime. So tough oh. look for our boy, Rhett, but, you know, gave we it a try. We move. Yeah, exactly. Good try, Rhett. It's okay. It That's only okay. would have been better if the guy on North Dakota State flicked it into the crowd after he won the game in overtime, but you know it's tough and i also forgot to mention that it was a home game and the fan threw the stick back on the ice when he nice. heard it was a misconduct penalty nice. so tough i i think he i don't know if he's a good player or not but he probably scored and he's like i think i have to do it now because i don't know if i'm going to score again so it let was me just like first of the year. and i want to be the and i want to be like the first college player to do it yeah so uh but second yeah, period 10 minute misconduct's heat <laughs> oh tough luck yeah can i just say also for hockey fans i feel like there's like 35 pit licks well, this, in the this guy's related to Rem and related to Tyler, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just a lot of pit licks recently. So yeah. um, my my loser is the Vegas Golden Knights. And you know what? Sometimes my loser just gets reminded based on what we talk about. And Phil brought up the reverse retro jerseys, and we talked about Vegas a little bit. And they're losers because, it, well, first of all, they got nice cool black jersey i mean it's it's, it's all right it looking okay one, one of the cool cool things is that it actually glows in the dark so i don't know if an oh. nhl jersey's ever had a glow in the dark feature on it before but pretty cool feature because you need it because you play in the dark so often because <clears throat> they play in the dark so much and you um but the you know and as any fan would they you know want to order the jersey and one of the reasons that you're ordering the jerseys might be because it's glow in the dark right that's pretty cool so you know if you're a man male you can order the male jersey and it comes with the glow in the dark feature because men love to glow men in the dark. love to glow in the dark if you're a female and you want to order the women's jersey little problem <laughs> it doesn't come with the glow in the dark feature because apparently women don't like the glow in the dark feature they just decided to not add the glow in the dark feature on the jersey like it's just sexist like straight yeah, up like let's make let's make the glow in the dark feature um glow in the dark for all exactly so if if you go and select the woman's jersey on the team site it gives you a little message it's like hey just so you know we know that like the glow in the dark feature might be one of the deciding factors in you purchasing this jersey <laughs> just so you know not 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 part yeah not a part you're not actually getting that just get so, the regular home just get the regular home or something or you know just battle it out with the men's i don't know what to tell you so uh, put it in the wash on high exactly and then just let it go exactly shrink so tough i i'd love to know the reasoning as to why they're not including that yeah that's a tough look so it, losers that's a tough look can't have that happening i respect it did you have another one was that it no, that's it that's the squad let's go what do you have in the dubs this week on uh I just have one winner. And it's uh, Russell Wilson. Um, and my winner, he's a winner because I think this was the week where I think there was a lot of people in the past that were like, hey, I'm, Nathaniel Hackett's probably not a great coach. Um, but I mean, Russell Wilson's also looked terrible. So it's kind of like a 50 50. Um, and I think a lot of people this week, for a lot of people, we were able to see like, hey, Nathaniel Hackett, really bad. Like he's most of the problem. Yeah. So I just imagine Russell Wilson just at home watching the game being like, every time. Rip, it was like a, a punt or like a three and out. He'd be like, yes, like, thank you. Like, now you get to see like what I have to deal with. Oh, he, um, oh, he was oh. there. 
He was there, and he was wearing Sorry, his hat. TV, yeah. And he was had his sunglasses up on the hat, and he had the headset on, and he was like pretending he was calling plays. If you didn't see it, he had the play sheet up over his mouth, so nobody could see him talk. Wow. Yes. No. Yeah, that's why I'm sorry. I knew he. I wouldn't. I knew he wasn't at home. But yes, uh, just on the sideline. I imagine that's how it was. And then him and Brett. I imagine them on the sideline being like, "Did he make you do the like the, the one play that he really likes that's never worked?" And Brett. Brett's like, "Yeah, dude. Like three times. Still like three times." I was like negative six yards, and Russ is like, yeah, like it's, he's going to do fault. it some more. Like he loves that play. Oh, man. Yeah. I think so. that's definitely the case. I think he's probably pretty happy that it went the way it did. And now he gets to go to London, which, I mean, he seems like the type of guy, if there was ever a guy who got too into London, he would be the guy. Oh. Like he comes in the locker room with a fake accent type beat, and the boys are like, shut <laughs> Brother. up. We're two and five. Like, please stop. Anybody want the danger witch? Like, he'll be doing that. <laughs> like, that's that's going to be Russell Wilson's week ahead. Broncos, let's ride. Come on, boys. <laughs> that's gonna be i hate this guy um (laughs) and and like the boys are probably gonna want to go clubbing out in london yeah but he's gonna be like i'm actually gonna go to buckingham palace yeah um, and look at some art (laughs) yeah architecture he's like i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go pay my respects to the queen yes her majesty exactly he's like yeah you guys go wherever you want to go me and me and jew we're going to the london eye (laughs) to eat subway sandwiches (laughs) me and my boy jew we're going over here one foe, he's coming. One foe's coming. Yes. Shout out, Russ. My two winners this week. My first winner is Isaiah Simmons. He's on the Cardinals. Of course, he was big, high star coming out of the draft. He went to Clemson. He's Hasn't really worked out from him in the pros. You know, he has been getting the hate, like you said. But this week on Thursday Night Football, he had a big pick six. Mm. And now what do you do? You want to celebrate the pick six. You post the highlight. That's what you do, right? He posted it at halftime. He went on his TikTok at Isaiah Simmons and posted the clip at halftime. So shout out to Isaiah <laughs> Simmons. Getting out in front of that one. Just You want to get the first video out because then you're the guy. Like Alex tried to be with the Will Smith slap. You want to get the first video out. So then everybody uses your video. He did it with himself, self-promotion. So shout out to him. <laughs> that was clutch. I, I was like, my heart was racing. Because I was like, I need to get this out now. Oh, like, I remember. Like, so... <laughs> That was an all-timer. Shout out to Alex for being the first on the beat. That's right. Um, and my second winner is Oreo. Owen loves Oreo. King's a cookie. And they always come out with new variations. And I saw they have some new holiday drops. Mm. They have the Joy Cookie, which is red filling. It's the same cookie, mm. but with red filling for holiday festivity. And then instead of like the Oreo design on the top, it's like a Santa or a okay. snowman. Like it's it's really festive. That's sick. It's like, what'd you get? I got Santa. You <laughs> yeah. got snowman. You want to trade? It's, it's like, like trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh, can I have Rudolph, dude, please? <laughs> yeah. I'll trade you two Santas for one Rudolph. <laughs> It's like, dude, just go back in the box. Um, and then they unveiled a new flavor. This one sounds like a banger. I propose we get it here if yes. it comes to Canada. Snickerdoodle Oreo. Nice. Tell nice. me that doesn't sound a little bit fire. I'm more of a fan of the actual like flavor drop as opposed to just changing like the food coloring or like, yeah. how it looks like. But um, they have some banger. They have cinnamon. They have like a peanut butter chocolate one too, which are really good. So Snickerdoodle would be sick to try. What are you in on the Oreos on these days? Um, I mean, I'm not a big Oreo. Like, I like Oreos, but I don't really, like, eat a lot of them. Um, but Snickerdoodle would be, that's, like, a appointment. Like, <laughs> appointment eating. Yeah, yeah, appointment eating. eating. Like, yeah. when's the drop at IGA type? Beast? Yeah, that's, like, yeah. drive across the city to go buy it. 
That's like Which getting the last the line up. I, the last cookie I had that was like appointment eating was the Neapolitan. I think I drove to like five different stores to find that, and I never got it. Yep. And then I found a I found a schwack of them one <laughs> province over, and I brought home a couple of stacks for yeah. the boys. So yes, that sir. was big. People so forget good. that. They don't mention that. But no, they don't. Not anyway, enough. what do you have in your winners, Alex? My one winner is the Utah Jazz. I just it's, like, it's a quick yes. winner. They'll probably only be a winner for like a day or two. But like I have to mention them, like Raw Start, like they're three and zero. They beat the Pelicans in OT. Laurie Markkinen's averaging like twenty five points a game. It's sick. Um, to beat the Denver Nuggets as well. So beating some pretty good teams out here. So I got to give them a shout out. Love these teams that you know s- s- trade the star and then they actually kind of play well. It's like, yeah. Maybe we weren't the problem. Maybe maybe <laughs> Gobert and Mitch over the problem. Maybe so. it was you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was you. Gonna make the playoffs and we still have. Like twenty first round picks, and so they let's also go. beat Gobert, and they beat Gobert. So and he got dunked on pretty bad. So. Yeah, a little Tough. embarrassing. Uh, so shout out Utah. I know this winner isn't gonna last probably a pretty long time because then they'll just start tanking. But mm-hmm. no, no, nothing wrong with actually like playing good in the first ten games of the season because it's like it's hard. We could be good. Yeah, if we wanted to, but like now we're gonna get down to business and actually suck for the rest of the year. And they'll trick you if you aren't really paying attention. If you do good in the first ten games, because then like at game forty, you'll be like, "And Utah is doing good this year." It's like, well, they're twelve and thirty-eight, but yeah, yeah they, got, they did win six of their first ten. Exactly, they'll be like the sneaky like they effed up my parlay. Like, mm. oh, like I should have went with the Utah money line or spread, right? So <laughs> shout out Utah. Let's go, Owen. Are you gonna be breathing in in, in the Jazz when you're down there or no? Probably not, uh, but we'll see. Okay. Maybe, you know, keep the options open. Things could happen. I like that. Well, I give today a 10. Big 10. Yeah, me too. 10. You... Yeah, me too. What were you going to say? I thought we skipped Owen's winners. No, no, he went first. You got it. Yeah. Owen's go first. He bats yeah, yeah, lead off. Bad. So, no, but I uh, today was good. Thursday, I'm looking forward to picks again. There is a London okay. game again this week. So I do love making my picks. It was a tough week. We're going to get to in the, in the in full. But it looks like Owen is, as of recording right now, he might be going for an 0-6, which would be pretty spectacular stuff. But we'll update yeah. that in full on Thursday, which is the which is the move. So, yeah, we'll be back then. Have a good start to your week. See you guys then.